episode one yes. of the anime podcast, and you chose our anime. I did. So, do you have your notes in front of you? No, but that's okay. I know this. I know this <laughs> anime. I know this anime well, well enough that I. I don't know. You don't have a tattooed on your body. Not, not of this anime. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm just gonna uh start off with reading the synopsis from the anime kate uh from uh, the anime kate that's me that's you from <laughs> my anime list dot, uh, dot net so the anime list rating is 7.52 out of it's 10 it's pretty good jack 90s like, that's a pretty solid rating. Uh, and uh, forgive me, because I'm going to pronounce all their last <laughs> names wrong. But it's, <laughs> it's Hikaru Shidu Umi Fuhoji. Yeah. Fu- Fuhoji. Yeah, you You're there for me. Uh, are strangers brought together by fate when they meet during a seemingly normal field trip to the Tokyo Tower. Accompanied by a great flash of light, they hear a mysterious woman's plea to save Sephiro. Uh, and the junior high heroines are suddenly swept away by a giant flying fish. That's hilarious. Afterwards, they arrive in an unknown land where they encounter a man called Master Mage Clef. Clef informs the girls that they were summoned by Princess Emerald to fulfill their destinies as magic knights, restoring peace and balance to Sephiro, the formerly lively and peaceful land that has been in disarray ever since the high priest Sagato imprisoned the princess who acted as Sephiro's pillar of stability. Magic knights reluctantly accept Clef's words as truth and embark on a journey to save Sephiro from the clutches of evil. It's actually a pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. And you made it sound really epic, so that adds to it. I try. try. That's 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 who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So the way I broke it down was I did like my story rating, my understanding, how immersive it was. And then I also kind of put down mm-hmm. some like side notes. So you have been into this show since yep. you were like it's five. been I yeah. <laughs> so I'm very interested to hear. Yeah, what your honestly, are I think to just to start. Um, yeah, I started watching this anime <laughs> probably when I was like six or seven. I actually watched this before I watched Sailor Moon. Um, and there is, I think there's two seasons in total, and then there's like three movies, I think. So they really did like yeah. dive more into it. So it, I mean, this first season is just the first kind of look into this whole world. And I feel like this is one of the OG magical girl type of animes. I think that if you really love magical girl types of animes, like, um, like Sailor Moon or um, Madoka Magica, like things like that. Like, I think as old as this anime is, like, it's one of those like, yeah those are magical girls. Like it gives me that kind of vibe to it. And I mean, the, the intro every time I listen to it and I'm not one of those types where like, Oh yeah, I'll watch the intro to like every single episode of the season. If I watch the intro once, I just usually skip over it. But this is one of those where I have to listen to the, to the intro song because it literally sends shivers down my spine it is like one of those nostalgic sounds to me that is like yes let's start watching this cool (laughs) shit is gonna happen you know so so yeah that's kind of that's my background on it 
Fair enough. Do you have like what? What would you rate it then? Um, like out of ten. So, anim- my anime list average is seven point five. So, should I rate it based off of like my bias, or should I rate it based off of like how many animes I've watched now, and kind of? Well, everything we're going to review is based off of your bias. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So here we'll do it. We'll do it in two parts. I've only seen it as an adult, but let's do it as like you can rate it uh, uh, based on like your ten-year-old self and now and your. Okay, so ten-year-old self. self would rate this like an easy eight or nine. Um, but twenty-seven-year-old okay. self would probably rate it. <laughs> yeah, rewatching it now, I'd rate it like a, like a like a six six point five. That's what I'd rate it now. Yeah. Really, quite the no. Drop it is quite the drop, age. but that's because I'm a bit of a anime snob now. So some of the some of the things in the anime now kind of like <laughs> made me a little bit annoyed, more than more than excited. <laughs> so that's why my rating kind of dropped a bit. What would you rate it? All right. So I kind of jumped around. <clears throat> so like. I do want to point out that the show was made in 1994, so it can't be compared to animes like of today. Like, like, so like, I can absolutely see how the show causes more nostalgia than mm-hmm. actual entertainment. <laughs> so, like, my story rating based on the time it was made is eight point five, because, and 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 my proof of this was I actually put the show in front of my three year old brother, and he was fully immersed to the point that I could actually do. And he's totally entranced by it, like. <gasps> that's but true three <laughs> but the attention span is like so, so that 25 uh, minutes is like perfect yeah exactly so at the time and like it was like and the understanding and clarity of the show i would give it a nine and immersive i would give it a six but its target audience is absolutely mm-hmm. children like it's it's a show made it's made like, it's one of the shows made for kids which again a lot of those 90 shows that we watched were definitely like made for kids that's that's when we watched them and i think the reason we rewatch them as adults is again more because of the nostalgia true, than the actual true. entertainment value um they're really repetitive shows right so and that's why i guess it's like appealing to children um do you have a favorite character hmm <sighs> that's tough makona <laughs> Makona. Is it weird that it irritated me how they? Oh sang yeah, Makona. <laughs> like in I'm my like, head, I'm like, oh god. So, I um, my favorite character is Fu, and I do love that she was always like Mister Makona or Master Makona, like she always said that. But I hated how they said his name so slowly, like Mo Mokona. I was like, it's Mokona. It's fine. I think I'd agree with you with with Fu. <laughs> Fu was always my favorite character because she was kind of like the more common collected of the three because you have you have <clears throat> you have Hikari who's like really like hellbent and just like super driven and then you have um other character girl with bl- blue hair um I keep forgetting her name but she's very like irrational and just like quick assumptions yeah Umi mm-hmm. she's very quick to assumption. she's, she's like very quick. um She's she's a bit of a prude. Yeah. Fumi? Umi, Umi sorry. Umi? <laughs> uh, Umi's dramatic. So, like, Umi's, like, super dramatic teenage girl, prep girl. Like, she fits her characteristics pretty well. Like, she's from, like, like she cares about a fencing, like, tournament. She's like, oh, I'm gonna miss my fencing tournament! <laughs> um, I'm like, you've got better things to do. 
but she doesn't think that because like don't forget they're they're kids right um but honestly the reason i liked foo so much was actually because of fero mm-hmm. fario sorry so the fact that they kind of threw in like a love story <laughs> for i'm gonna say like not a necessarily attractive or main character like she's pretty but she's like she's like amy in that's true Sailor yeah Moon. she's like she's a smart she's, one but she's, she's not, not necessarily the center of attention for a love story but then in the whole grasp of like the show she's really the only character that yep, gets that's a love right. story so i thought that was like a really cool twist uh when it came to the show and like i love that she was calm and clever and like nerdy and cute um i've never heard of her voice actor before bridget hoffman i didn't know who she was i was like i watched no, it i rewatched english, it in so. english as well because that's that's how i initially watched it so i just felt like yeah i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna screw around with it. i'm just gonna watch it in in english again but i All will right. note though i just so, um i just did a little reading yeah. this this tv yeah. series uh was actually um I think it's like what it was the manga series was made by clamp yeah which yeah, is I the same that. series that um yeah card, card captors was from yeah so which is which is really cool because i love card captors as well i have a tattoo of that so yeah, yeah you just covered uh not yet one day one day, one day. <laughs> not yet i'm actually planning on getting um because uh, you-, you mentioned ami i'm gonna actually i'm planning on getting um her star transformation wand on the same arm as my oh. cloud uh, my cloud staff so it's gonna be like Very a big cool. like i don't know magical girl arm that's what i'm excited for anyways okay <laughs> it's all good do you have a uh, pros and cons um Pros, I like the, I like the kind of like how they keep kind of went back and forth between like the anime style that was the major kind of focus and their chibi style when they would like go and get into arguments and stuff like that. It get like super cute, which I really, I really appreciate and I really like. And it does add that sense of kind of like comedic relief a little bit from a bit of the heavier, (laughs) from the heavier contexts. Um, I did not like, however the way that the girls, the, their conversations between each other. I don't know. I felt like, and I, this is probably just cause it's, you know, the nineties and I bet the translation probably wasn't accurate as most animes aren't very accurate from Japanese to English, but um, yeah, just like their, their conversations between each other, like, just the way this like they would pause in certain parts of their speech got really annoying after yeah. a while like it almost sounded like <laughs> captain kirk from star trek just like yellow that's okay I don't watch star but trek. to anybody listening captain kirk from star <laughs> trek yeah that was kind of like what it you you specifically the one who's sitting there going oh my god right. I I'm just like the only person that understands but no it was very like the spacing was it was spaced out really weird and just that conversation after a while okay. kind of got to me a little bit um okay. I think those are probably my 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 two main ones but I can't I mean for nostalgia's sake like I can't really like cut down this anime too much because I just love it so much yeah and for you okay. oh I'm excited about this <laughs> so just so you guys know, I haven't told Joanna anything about my opinion of the show. She's had to wait. She's been teasing me. Um, 
So I'll start with my pros. Or do you want me to start with my cons? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to start? Start with the bad stuff. I have three of each. Okay. Hurt my feelings okay. first. And so my first con. <laughs> good, good. I like, I like to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm glad we have that type of friendship. Um, so my... <laughs> right? Uh, so my first con is that they waste upwards of five minutes of episode. Oh, on yeah. I, I hate mm-hmm. when they do that. It takes away from episode time, and then it, like, rushes the whole episode. So the actual episodes end up being less than, like, 18 yep. minutes each. I know they do that a lot with anime, but that's, like... Black Clover is a big one, too. Like, Black Clover is a new anime that's that's been out since, like, 2017, I think. And it does the same thing, and I get really annoyed. I haven't seen it. Yeah, Black Clover does the yeah. same thing. It gets really annoying. It's, like, six minutes plus the plus the intro, and you're just, like... It's, like, almost, like, nine, nine minutes into the actual cutting in of the of the tv show so i agree with that okay so another one is the show is insanely repetitive (laughs) people say the same thing like 10 times but i think that's also because it's targeted towards Mm -hmm. like a younger audience but it was irritating like i wanted to skip through stuff so often agreed and I really hate Haraku's Hikaru. Sorry, I really hate Hikaru's hair. It's like a it. mullet braided. It's like a Anakin Skywalker style. She has a she has a braided rat tail. I'm not entirely sure what part of her rat tails were to be the attractive. rat tails were the the total like thing of the 90s. <laughs> well, but even like Furio kind of has like a similar hairdo, and but he's a boy. I don't know. She just like maybe I'm sexy. He's a total tomboy too, though. Like crap. That's the other thing. I don't. She, but I, I got no words for you. She, she has ugly hey man, hair. It's fine. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's good hair. I never said it was good hair. But it was probably no. It's, it's well, they did better they hair at the bow. It's like ooh, girly, a little bit. No, that's still not justifiable no. for you. You're just like still. I want to cut that rat's tail off. I had three cons, and it made it into my three cons. So it's, it's, real, it's real bad. Every time she turned around, you're like, oh, cut it off. So my those, those are my cons. They're not too bad. I've had worse cons mm-hmm, in the past mm-hmm. for enemies. Um, my pros aren't really a big step up either, though. Because, like, so my first pro is that it has a really good message. Like, the story itself, and, like, every time they go and they meet, like, one of those, what are the demigod people that they have to, like, unlock. Uh, what are they called? What are they called? Beasts? The robots. The mechas. No, they have a name. Rune gods? They have. Thank you, yeah. rune gods. Every time they go to, like, awaken a rune god, the rune god has to be like, you must show on to me the strength of thine heart. I'm pretty sure that's an example. Yeah, I think it actually um, is. <laughs> and, like, every time it's, like, reinforcing, like, being a good friend, sticking to your principles, like, I, I don't feel bad letting a kid watch this show almost because it has such like it's even though there's like violence and like there's fighting it's it, it's constantly reinforcing good habits so that mm-hmm. was cool I did like the fact that they left the blood in and they didn't like switch it to like brown or like a weird color because they did that with Dragon Ball Z <laughs> so when Dragon Ball Z was in Japan yeah. it was like super bloody but when it came to Western America and Canada they changed the color to brown. And I've watched both, and I hate the fact that they changed that. So I like how they kept that in. There wasn't like a, an, 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 it wasn't like super gory, but 
you could tell like when when the girls were like getting cut up and stuff like it was blood and i like that yep okay that's fair i agree i didn't i didn't really notice mm-hmm. that to be honest but that's that's uh it's a, i mean you know what that's it true. is i don't know why they're gonna change the color of it um, the thing I really, really liked about it was that their weapons evolved with them. So their armor and their weapons evolved as they evolved. And I thought that that was an awesome mm-hmm. concept. I've never seen that in an anime before. So I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, their swords evolved as kind of as they as, like, individuals evolved. And then their armor evolved kind of as, like, a group thing. Well, their armor kind of evolved every time they, like, oh, like uh, awakened a rune god. Well, yeah, because right? they had to get stronger. But the thing that I didn't really like was, like, oh... You know, the rune god's like, you're still not ready. I'm a holla back at you when you are ready. Bye. It's like, well, the message there was that, like, the rune gods were like, oh, you're incomplete because you needed all three rune gods. They all need to have a rune god. So they just, like, basically went into their armor and waited for all three. I thought that, co- I thought that was cool. That was very, like, very Gundam. And I really like that. The fact that they could, like, get into their, their rune god. I thought that was pretty cool. Speaking outside of anime, like it was very Gogo oh, Power. Yeah, Rangers. totally. <laughs> yeah, like it was very like I watched it and I kept thinking, man, I just want to watch like the Ivan Ooze movie. With right, the Power Go, Go Power Rangers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's so, good. Yeah, that's, that's my little side note. Uh, my last pro is I, you know what I, I did not see the ending coming. Like I was, I did not think that Zagato and Princess Emerald. That twist at the end, I know, right? That twist at the end is like, wait a second. And but for like a '90s anime where they're all fairly predictive, they all have a pretty linear story from coming over like Western Westernized animes were all pretty consistent with their storylines. I was very pleasant. Like, two things in a 90s anime I didn't see coming. The ending and the fact that their weapons evolved. I was like, wow, this, you know what? This Clamp, you had something going on here. Right? Yeah, I thought that. And the, the fact yeah. that um, the princess, like, had her own rune god. And then that was, like, the ultimate fight was, like, having to go against everything that they literally led up to leading to this point. Like, their mission was to save the princess from Zagato that was the mission and you know restore Sephiro to like its prime to where it was before but then in the end they have to go literally against everything that they they fought for and they had to make that realization that like okay we have no choice and this is the only way we're going to save Sephiro so it's like going against everything they thought of and they had to oh man I know it's sad it's tragic I actually disagree. It wasn't like they were going against everything they fought for. I think that it was just a shock that the things they were fighting for and the way to free Safira was to free Princess Emerald because she fully admitted that the only way she could move on because her thoughts are consumed by how in love with Zagato she is. She can't be the pillar of Safira. She even says that. She's like, it's possible for somebody to pray for because she's in a constant state of prayer. That's how she mm-hmm. holds up the, like the yeah. world of Safira, right? And she says while they're fighting her, when her like younger form is talking to them, she's like, it's it's possible for someone to continue praying for Safira as a prisoner. The problem wasn't that she was a prisoner. The problem was that she was in love with him, and her thoughts were all consumed by the fact that she couldn't be with him. So she corrupted herself, and because she corrupted herself she understood that she needed to be taken out of the position she was in and she knew that she couldn't do it. So she had to call them 
because she had to have them take her out of the position she was in. So she made a selfless decision to save the world she was a part of. And, and Zagato made the selfish decision to keep her because he didn't want to lose her. So then all of this happens and they fight for all of this thinking they have to save her. And then they have to make the emotional understanding that she loves somebody so much that she'd rather die than be apart from them. And they have to help her move. Yeah, but they end up back together in the end, in the afterlife. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a really deep, it is. deep ending for like a child like anime so i was like wow and like that's the thing that i think is good about like somebody in like say my position where i watched it when i was that young and then i'm watching it again where i'm you know in my 20s and i'm watching it there are things in my life that help me resonate and understand the actual underlining things that are happening in the anime and like the actual hardships that are going on and what these girls actually have to do you know Mm -hmm. like making a sacrifice that you don't want to make but you do need to do it for the greater good and that's sort of where that anime ended yeah yeah for sure it definitely was it, it it had a good ending i think the ending like it wrapped up well i like that they kept all their memories and like they went back to the same day like they didn't lose any time yeah, that's that's something that's good that you that you noted that because I like the fact that, like you said, they kept the memories of what happened. Because in Sailor Moon, they don't do that. No, right? they like don't. Once they save the world, they lose their memories all over again. And I always hated that. I did irritated. Yeah, I disliked that from the first to the second arc. Like it didn't make sense that they literally just forgot about each other and just like didn't know who the other person was and like. Well, and then you have to go through character development all over again. It's like, ugh, I don't want to deal with Serena as, like, episode one Serena again. <laughs> I'm gonna be late! I'm like, oh my god, set your alarm clock earlier. Ugh, don't get me started about alarm clocks today. Uh, do you have an art style rating? So I do my art style ratings out of five. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, again, I also did a then and now art style rating. So I rated it as if I was rating it in the 90s and as if I was rating it today. Hmm. It'd probably be like a three and a half or a four for me. I like the art style. Right. I, like, I personally like the art style. See, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited and curious about yours because you're not a fan of giant eyes in animes so and they had some pretty big ones so it's not about them being giant it's about the the detail i'm very picky about my anime eyes i want to feel the emotions through the eyes and an artist who can draw that properly impresses me so a little bit of that i didn't mind i didn't mind the art style i certainly wasn't against it i do always hate when people draw eyes and for some reason the hair goes like invisible over the eyes like what but you can still kind of see like the drawing of the eye like it kind of like in front of the hair it just yeah that part especially for umi that was a lot for umi because umi's got such a pointed eye uh like Mm -hmm. hand that you could definitely see that line of the drawing so i was a little anyways keep going sorry i was actually thinking more uh hikaru because she's always got hair in her face but uh my so i gave it a 2.5 if it were made now and I gave it a four for the time it was made. 
because they do do a lot with like the backgrounds and the and the and the it's not just the the characters so like the landscapes are really good the animals like the giant fish they flow in on all the different creatures that like little boy character like summons are really cool so it does have some really good art in it Mm -hmm. for the time it was made but if you put it like next to like the new card captors like imagine if they revamped it the way they revamped the card captors when it came out this year like the art style would just be like night and day it'd blow it out of the water yeah exactly very true so i have some really cool fun facts that i learned about the show oh wicked i'm excited to hear it's it's really just like one little thing but i thought it was really neat so i found out some like background um definitions so like ray earth um was a made-up word but they did it they created it to mean land of light Mm. which everything's built on the pillar and it's supposed to be like a land of light so like they literally they created the name specifically to mean land of light Okay, that's pretty cool. And then something I thought was really cool was each of their names is given to them based on their ability. So Hikaru means like surrounding obviously from their names. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I was definitely into that. I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I thought was really neat that I didn't know in the past. Um, so one of the artists that worked for Clamp. His name is Mokana Apapa. Mm-hmm. So the Mokana is actually named after him. This- yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. I thought that, I thought that was pretty great. I thought that was pretty awesome. I also. That's really. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. no, I was going to say, I also liked how like Umi would just get like super upset with Makona, Mokana about, Mokana. about like. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you think of this sooner? Why didn't we have this sooner? Like the map or like their living quarters or. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need to upgrade your headphones. I know they suck. Can you hear me now? I could hear you now. I'm like, talking. I'm, like, I'm like talking into it. I guess I just have to hold it by my face. That's okay. So the only last little bits I had, like we've stated our opinion. Everything on my notes I've posted on my website, which you can get through my link tree through the Anime Cave. But uh, some just fun, like some facts about the show that are for those people out there that like super care about details. <laughs> the opening theme is called User Renee can't pronounce it properly, but it's by Naomi Tamura. Mm-hmm. And then the ed-, ed the edit ending theme is Asu no Yuki by Kikio Yoshinari. I love that uh, intro. Oh. I just, uh, yeah. Well, see, now you know. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. Right? That's amazing. Uh, it's finished. It's completely finished airing. It aired from October 1994 to March 1995. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty short. Like it was one, and then like the added seasons and movies. Um, the producers were Yomiri Telecasting, and it was licensed by Media Blasters and Discotech Media, and the studio was Tokyo Movie Shinsha. And it was sourced, obviously, from the manga. Yes. So, and it, it fell under a number of genres, which uh, it fell under adventure, comedy, drama, fantasy, magic, mecha, romance, and shujo. I'm surprised it fell under romance, but I guess, like, with the small little romance in there. Yeah, with Furio and stuff. There's that and it's small rated PG-13, mm. which blows my mind, because to me, like, you're just, like, aging out of it at 13, in my opinion. Yeah, you're moving on to other things. 
Yeah, a, li- a little bit. So yeah, that's that's all I had for it nice. today. Anyway, Sweet. we have to uh, congregate and pick a new anime. <laughs> your turn. For next- episode i picked the first one yep i picked the first one now it's your turn pick us a new anime to watch and we will binge watch it and make our little observations we're gonna do another podcast yeah next time you remember your notes yeah i'm gonna write (laughs) them down somewhere else because i wrote them down in like my school workbook because i would watch episodes like during my breaks and then yeah I moved the notes to a different binder, and now I can't find the notes, but they were good notes. But I mean, most of of what I said was in my notes, like the nostalgia of the intro for me um, is really, really reminiscent of like, it literally transports me back. Um, The chibi style, of course, the conversation was annoying in certain parts, but overall, overall, I think it's a great anime. I think if you're a magical girl and if you like magical girl anime, this is one to definitely at le- watch at least once. You have to have patience though, or you got you, or you can't watch it in English. Like it's one or the other because the translation is terrible. Oh, it's 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 <laughs> it's off. It's, it's really off. But yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch, either watch strictly in English or strictly in in Japanese. And I mean, the type of anime watcher I am now. I watch strictly in Japanese, but for nostalgia's sake, I watch this one in English just because that's how I know it. So it'd be weird for me if I didn't watch it in English. That is fair. <laughs> so uh, just for you guys, uh, we'll be probably doing an episode once to twice a month. Uh, so either one episode a month or two episodes a month. So it'd be bi-weekly. Uh, it'll depend on the length of the show that we're binging to review mm-hmm. i'm currently looking online yo is the new season is the new season of what out what i'm talking about of which one joanna what i'm here hi joanna's gone can but... you hear me <laughs> we'll probably look can into this a little me? further hello no i can't i told you you need new headphones Damn it. can you hear me now can you yes. hear me <laughs> please yes keep, keep keep singing i think i think this is where we call it a close <laughs> well okay can i just because we wanted to do this we were talking about this uh my polish words of the day right yeah so one of our extras that we wanted to throw in there's a few um ideas that's kind of going to come through like as we do the podcast since we're new to it we're gonna it's gonna take some time to kind of get into the sway of things um add a product review and a polish word of the day because joanna's polish i'm french but my words are boring so (laughs) i do have three words of the day for this for this anime and they just have to actually pertain to uh the colors that each of the girls represent oh beautiful! so we're gonna go with red and red in polish is czerwona yeah there you go tongue roll it's all about the tongue roll and blue is Niebiesko. Niebiesko? Niebiesko. Niebiesko. Yeah, there you go. You're getting it. And green is Zelona. 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 That's right. So, red. You know what that sounds like? Jealous. A little bit. Like green with envy. envy. That's so funny. 
Jelena. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are the colors: red, blue, and green for the for the three magical girls. It's very cool. I like that you chose words that are Polish, but also had to do with the anime. I like left this all totally up to Joanna, so I wasn't sure where she was going to come from with it, or if she was going to like pick a word out of left field. No, no, <laughs> this one is no. I think I think my Polish words are going to pertain to to the animes that we watch. I think it's only fair. I can't just say like, oh yeah, we watch something and then it's like. This is what this is the word for autumn. Like it has nothing to do with the anime. <laughs> Just like completely out of left field. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um and anyway, we're we're gonna have ourselves a little powwow another day and get a little more detail on how we're gonna break down the podcast moving forward. Uh if anyone wants to reach out to us, you can contact me through Instagram. I'm the anime cave. It's all one word. Uh best way to reach me through the private messages on there. Um, and besides that, we will talk to you next episode. Woo, sounds good. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.